Hi, folks. It's Rabbi Sharon Brouse here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. Alfred North Whitehead, philosopher, mathematician, once said that um, that the total absence of humor in the Bible is one of the most singular things in all of literature. Right? Torah's not funny. Um, well, well, Mr. Whitehead, um, uh, I think that this this week's Torah reading has has one of the funniest uh, lines uh, in, in, and I think there are there is more than one, but this is one of the funniest lines in the Torah. Um, uh, it's uh, it's in chapter twelve, and um, we're 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 in the midst of a conflict. Miriam and Moses, uh, Moses' brother, Miriam and Aaron, Moses' brother and sister, are uh, they're confronting Moses. They're talking smack about Moses. They're saying they're saying that that Moses, um, in particular, is um, not the only prophet around. We're, we we're prophets too, and and why why, why is Moses? Um, the one that gets all the the status and the, and the and the credit. Um, that's what's going on when suddenly uh, the Torah stops. This is if you have your Torahs with you, it's a uh, it's on page eight hundred and thirty-three. Uh, the Torah stops, and as if like kind of a, a narrator's voice um, says, "Vehaish Moshe anav meod mikol adam asher al hadama." And um, Moses was uh, the humblest person on the face of the earth. Moses was the humblest person on the face of the earth. Now, why is that funny? Because Moses is supposed to be the one writing the thing, right? That's the idea. So it's like Moses telling the story of when his brother and sister confronted him and, and, and said that he was getting a little, uh, a little big for his britches. And, and he says, you know, just so you know, I am the humblest person on earth. It's definitely not my problem. So um, it, 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 <laughs> I just like in context, it's funny. And it reminds me actually of one of the funniest lines in the Talmud, um, because in the Talmud, in, in the Gemara, in Sota, um, there's a discussion of, of the great sages and the virtues that left the world when they, when they died and departed. And, and uh, the Mishnah there says that when Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, the, the compiler of the Mishnah died, um, batla anava, there was, there was no more um, humility uh, or fear of sin. And then it says in the Gemara, Amrle Rav Yosef Latana, that Rav Yosef then said to the teacher uh, of, this, of, this, uh, of this Mishnah, Lo titni anava. Well, don't, don't say humility. Don't say humility went out of the world. ana. I'm still here. Right? So like, the, the, both of those... Uh, jokes, which, uh, which didn't get a lot of laugh. Okay, maybe I find it funnier than you. But um, both of those jokes um, are, are, are predicated on, on the idea that humility is a funny thing to talk about. As soon as you start to talk about humility, it seems like not, not, not so humble. Right? You definitely can't say you're humble. That's, that's, there's something ironic about that. And even if you're telling other people to, to be humble, something kind of self-righteous about that very act. So, uh, so there's something, like, it's hard to talk about humility. And, and anyway, we all have egos, right? We all have a sense of self and that's, and that's a good thing, right? We, we, we need that to, to survive. Um, but there is something good about humility. 
I, we, we, we sense that this is this and this verse is is highlighting that Moses was was a humble person and, and that was an amazing thing that's that's one of his virtues and that's one of our cardinal virtues right? if if if, uh, if you look at any any uh, safer midot any any book of character development anava humility is going to be um, right up there uh, as, as one of the the great virtues of, in our tradition but what is humility what is it it's, uh, it's, again, it's, it's, it's hard to talk about, it's hard to define. Um, it's much easier, I think, to, to recognize its opposite, right? Arrogance, we know what arrogance is. We know it when we see it and we, we recoil from it. It's a, it's a major force in our society. Hasn't it been a major force in our, in our politics, in our media? It's, it drives the culture of fame and fortune and power and privilege. We know, we know arrogance. Um, so I guess humility, we have a negative definition of humility. It's, it's being not arrogant, right? But is there, is there a positive definition of humility? What does it mean to actively be hum humble? So uh, one, one, uh, one answer to the question um, is offered uh, in a very beautiful image by the, the Tiferet Shlomo. This is uh, Shlomo Cohen of Radomsk, uh, one of the most beautiful Hasidic uh, uh, teacher, beautiful, beautiful uh, comment Hasidic commentaries on the Torah. And he says that, um, that when uh, Moses was writing this line, and Moses was the humblest, uh, the humblest person on the face of the earth, and you can even see this if you do have uh, your humash your here, um, he wrote the word humble, anav, without a yud, missing a yud, right? It, it, it notes that there here in the, in the printed page. Um, there's a yud, uh, if you go, uh, let's see, six lines down in chapter 12, the first word there, they have a, like a little version of it, is, which is how it's actually written in the Torah, without a yud, but the, it should be written with a yud. Why? Uh, the Tiferet Shlomo says, ach, mi, mi godel anavat, from, from the greatness of his, of his humility, he didn't want to write humble fully. He didn't want to say, it's so weird for him to say that he was humble. So he kind of diminished the word a little bit. He made it smaller. He wrote it without a yud. And this, this may remind some of you of another famous image. This one comes from the Balaturium at the beginning of Leviticus, I think Rabbi Brous talked about this at the, at the beginning of Leviticus, the word is uh, vayikra, and God called out to Moses, but the aleph there is small, and the Balaturim says uh, that Moses wrote the last letter small, as if to say, whoa, 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 it's not like God was calling to me, I'm not such a big deal, don't worry about it, just, and actually, without the aleph, the word be becomes vayikar, God just happened upon Moses. So Moses is around there, around as Moses is writing the Torah, here and there, he's trying to just take himself out of the picture, to make himself a little smaller, to diminish himself, right? So that is one, uh, one definition of, of what it is to be humble, self-diminishing, making oneself smaller, avoiding attention or praise or importance. I'm nobody, I'm nothing, don't worry about me, I'm not even here. Now, the, that, that version of humility um, can be taken to an extreme. And indeed, in, in Hasidic literature, it is taken to, to, to a great extreme. The Baal Shem Tov says that a person, yasim atzmo ke'ilu a person should make themselves as if they don't even exist, right? 
another phrase in, in that literature is bitul hayesh, the nullification of the self. Now, that seems a little dangerous, right? Self-annihilation, is that really, is that, is that what we want? Is that a virtue? Why am I here at all if I'm supposed to, if I'm supposed to make myself vanish? So, and yet there's, there's something about this, there's something about this image that has value. What, what are they trying to say? Well, let's look again at Moshe. Moshe, who is self-diminishing, who, who never wanted the job in the first place, who asks in this, in this very Parsha, take the, take, take the responsibility away from me, put it on someone else. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be here. I don't want it to be about me. Moses is self-diminishing, but Moses is also the greatest. Moses is our, our teacher, our hero, the one that gave us the Torah. The one who was trying to vanish became the greatest name in all of Jewish history. So how, how does that happen? Well, that's just the idea though, isn't it? Moses, the idea is that Moses was able to empty himself so thoroughly that he became a channel for God. He was so absent from the message that he could totally convey Torah, totally convey God's word. He becomes a channel. And, you know, this, this, uh, this description is something that we hear also from, from artists, from musicians, from, from creators, that in the moment of, of greatest accomplishment, they often say it's as if it wasn't me. Something else took over. I was channeling something. And the word that we have for that something, that spirit is ruach. Ruach, the spirit of God. And in fact, um, again, in this Parsha, if you just flip back one page, page 830, you see that, that God says, okay, Moses, you don't wanna be the center of attention. You don't wanna be the only one. I will take some of the spirit that I've placed on you and I'll put it on other people. Right? That spirit, that thing that Moses is filled with, it comes from God, right? And by making himself a, a vessel, an empty vessel, he's able to hold the spirit of the world, the great primal force that we read, Ruach Elohim, was hovering about before, before any of this, right? The great primal force of truth and beauty that courses through all of existence Moses was able to summon more than any individual ever had because, because he made himself empty, because he made himself small, because he made himself nobody. He became, ironically, the greatest somebody that there ever was. And there's some strange idea here that you have to lose yourself, lose yourself a little bit in order to become an instrument of the divine. And when you do that, that is the ultimate manifestation of human greatness. It's still a little, still sounds a little funny. There's like a, there's still a paradox in there. But it's a paradox, I think, that is, that is worthy of our further consideration. So something to think about this morning. Shabbat shalom. Hi, it's Mayim Bialik actor, neuroscientist, e-car member, and lover of all things Jewish. Do you like what you're listening to? 
please consider donating to ECAR so that we can continue creating more podcasts and fulfilling our mission of harnessing untapped energy in the Jewish community to reanimate Jewish life, embody moral courage, nurture the spirit, and work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Why don't you visit our website at ecar-la.org and give today.